Greenwich. We What'd you say? New Greenwich. That's what it's called. Greenwich? This is Maui Wowie. Uh, so it's <laughs> <laughs> My favorite on. movie is that I can't decide on a favorite movie. Press next podcast. Hey yo, I'm Katie. And it's your co-host Corey. And this is the Press Next Podcast. PMP. Hold it down. Hold it down. Hold it down. Happy weekday. A weekend day. Happy day to you. Happy time (laughs) for you to listen to this episode. Yes. (laughs) We're back in your ear holes. Exactly. If you are new here, we're a podcast. Talks about movies, TV shows, documentaries. And if you've always been here, you're a member of the fourth wall. The fourth wall. Welcome back. The fourth wall. Welcome freaking back. I feel like we we have a lot to cover in this episode. We're going to talk about all of the things that we've been watching because we've been watching a lot. Yeah. And uh, including movies that are in the theaters. And then we'll also talk about um, the recent dropping of Black Mirror. And yeah, so stick around. It's good, good reviews good information um yeah and then what else do we got nothing any new news i know that new uh, news. <laughs> we can't say that yeah i know um i know that the writers guild is still on strike yes the strike is still going on it's not looking good I'm not gonna lie especially because um the black mirror the guy who wrote black mirror or at least one of the episodes and stuff i think he may be even the creator of the whole thing Talked about how, but it's not going to be good, but it is going to be good. He not talked about going to be he, good for who? For the writers. Oh. Because he talked about how he used chat GPT to write a script for, he wanted to do like a whole AI script mm-hmm. and he got the script back and it's just bad. So all the AI scripts that they tried, they're just not good. Um, so that's good for the writers, right? Right. But here's the thing about AI. You can a- teach it. Yes. AI mm-hmm. is only as good as a person who is given the prompt, right? So, so for the most part, if your script is bad, it's because whoever prompted the AI didn't do a good enough job. Mm. So the jobs that will be created are people who know how to finesse the AI. Does that make sense? Yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I think it. I think they'll land somewhere in the middle. And when I say somewhere in the middle, that doesn't mean dead set. I mean, it right. still may be leaning one way or the other, but it'll be... The writers aren't going to get exactly what they want, and neither will the studios. Mm. <clears throat> so I saw that um, it ends with us. Colleen Hoover, her book that is becoming a movie, has been postponed. Postponed. Like yeah. they were in the middle of shooting, and they had to stop production. That's because most of the things that get written, they kind of start out with a screenplay. Mm-hmm. So <clears throat> any book or anything gets turned into a screenplay because right. you can't just if you were just to go, let's just keep it a book. If I were to shoot a scene by scene by for like a, a book, shoot mm-hmm. a movie scene by scene by a book, it'll be boring. That's number one. Number two, it'll be long as hell. It would be very long. Very long. So you can't. You have to make it the way that somebody's brain works when they're reading something versus when they're seeing something is not the same. Right. So you have to adapt it for screen. And so they make screenplays out of the the written book. Well, they do like a like a copy going in so you have like a table read or whatever and mm-hmm. like this is the script going in but there's a lot of things that change and sometimes you you're pretty much right along the way like you can get dailies and you'll get like a new thing that says hey this is this is what changed in the script you know what i'm saying and mm-hmm. you gotta learn that that day for a scene you're about to shoot that day yeah so the script you got two weeks ago is different than the script you ended with and that's if you see that happening like oh there's no um we have to cancel our show is because 
they're they're crafting the script as they go as well. Mm. Anything that was think about it. If the script was already done, like um Deadpool. Right? The script was already done. Are they shooting a new Deadpool right now? Mm-hmm. And I didn't know that. But as part of like the the whole thing, he can't he can't improv. He has to go buy the book. He has to go buy the script. You can't improv? He can't know because of his contractual ob- uh, obligations. If he's on strike, he's a writer too and he's on strike and he improvs, technically that's him writing. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> It's so going to be tough strike, time for the film industry. So is the strike that's ongoing, is it not a voluntary strike? It is, but it's not. I mean, it's just, it's like anything else in the world, right? Like, you got a group of people. If all of my peeps that I, that I rock with, all mm-hmm. of my friends, if me, you, Devontae, Luis, Tajay, Kev, Aaron, Katie, all of our entire friend group, we all worked in the same profession. Right, mm-hmm. and we were all going on strike. What I look like being the one that's not going to strike with y'all? That's true. You know what I'm saying? That's so true. the so the pressure around not doing it, and plus the strike is going to be good for me in the end, but the pressure for me not doing it is going to be worse because then I'm just going to be the person that want to, you know. Yeah. Well, dang. Strike. And okay. what are they going to do? They're going to hire me as a, I'm gonna be the only writer for the rest of the Hollywood. All the scripts I got to do. You be getting paid. <laughs> Yeah, but then I'm a sellout and I'm a sucker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <clears throat> and then when we get back to normal, maybe nobody wants to rock with me no more. Yeah. So the true. Hollywood industry is just such a fickle industry. Fickle. Yeah, you don't want to. You gotta. You gotta play the game. Life. So game are they? Chess, not checkers. So are <clears throat> they shooting Deadpool right now? They are. Okay, so you that's still ongoing. Yeah, and there are other projects that are still ongoing. They just right. The script is either done. They gotta stick to the script. Okay. Well, Ryan Reynolds is working. Blake Lively was cut. <laughs> <laughs> My bad. So. But shout out to the writers. Yeah. Hope they get everything they need. And I hope so soon. Because, I hope there's a resolution soon. Because we about to have a little down period. Well, yeah. That's what we were talking about. We went to the movies. Actually, I'll let Corey talk. He went to the movies three times in a I row. Did. Three days in a row. But um, I only went once. And we were talking about, like, there's so many good things in coming the theaters out right coming now. out yeah like the summer is going to be a very good summer for mm-hmm. movies but then i was like just think like where we are now everybody's on strike and have been on strike for what over a month yeah so the outcome of this we may not see it for another year or right. so but we are going to see a period of time where there's just nothing coming right. out because they were on strike which is so not good. We need to relish in what we have now. Facts. Because what we're going to get TV-wise or content-wise is going to be like reality TV. Right. Right. That's kind of how reality TV got birthed. Which is fine with me, babe. Yeah, I'm sure. I, as long as they bring <laughs> back, like, other stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Uh, dang. Like? I don't know. What's it called? Silent Library and stuff like that. Remember all them shows? Oh, yes. Yeah, like, the like bring back all the, like... Those are cool. I ain't gonna lie, but the reason why I think that reality TV shows won't be as popular or as successful as they have been before is because remember before we didn't have TikTok or Instagram or Facebook or nothing like that. Yeah. Right. So if we're watching reality TV, it's really because we're kind of we're we're people watching and we get attached to the stories and these people, right? Yeah. But there's so many people who we can get attached to 
lifestyle-wise and everything else. So, outside of TV? Outside yeah, of TV. This is true, but I don't think It'll that, still be successful. Yeah, I actually saw um, someone post the other day about reality TV fatigue, specifically like the Bachelor, Bachelorette, Bachelor Nation right. fatigue. Like, are we getting tired of that? Yes, because you, you don't change up nothing. Yeah. That's the thing. It's like, also, I think everybody, and you've seen this across social media, we tired of the fake. Yes. We tired of the fake. We want the real. Mm-hmm. Or at least some bit of real. There's no, like, fantasy. Uh, my bad. My phone is ringing, and uh, I, I meant to tell y'all that this episode is brought to you by Torchy Tacos. Mm. <laughs> Again. That was quick. Not a... Um, not an ad. Sp- not an ad. Not a sponsor, because uh, they don't sponsor us. But that's what we're eating for dinner tonight. Um, but anyway... I just want to see, like, I would be more interested in seeing something that is more attainable to my life. I'm not. I wonder why these relationships fail from like the bachelor and the bachelorette. And it's like, did you buy into a fantasy? And then when you're out of the fantasy, you get sent right back to real life. Yeah. Well, of course. I mean, that's the whole thing, because if you think about about the bachelor and bachelorette, it's like maybe two months. And it's it's not easy to fall. Here's how I feel about that. It's not easy to fall in love in a place where you're supposed to. Right? When you yeah. go to church camp in the summer, if you're a Christian, this this is what I felt like for me. I would go to church camp. I was surrounded by nothing but Christians. Mm-hmm. It was so easy to be a you Christian. You were so on fire. Yeah. Exactly. Because you're around other Christians exactly. and around other people who are going to hold you accountable. You're talking about how, how hard is it to fall in love in a place where they're literally doing everything to, to make try you to make fall you fall in love. Yep. And I Rose think... Rose-colored glasses. You're not really seeing that person. Like, if you were The Bachelor, and all of these dates are planned for us, all of the things that I'm treating you to, or that you're treating me to, are planned for us, that's not you. No. Are you going to take that initiative when we're not here? No. I don't have that money. So, yeah, I'm sorry. We can't fly to Perry. Patty. You know what Patty. I can't take you on a date and have the little, what's the hat? That beret. With, the little berets and stuff. Raspberry beret. Like, this is not, it's unrealistic. And so if they had something I feel like that was more realistic, that showed a little yeah. bit more of, um, which is why I somewhat am okay with like the, what you're watching right now? Yeah, Love Island or whatever. Love Island, UK. Okay, stick people in a room, in a house. And it's not like they super curate the love. You know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it has to still somewhat happen naturally. Naturally, Yeah, I need you to watch it with me. So let's get into it. What have we been watching? I've been watching so much stuff. I will just tell you that I did a... Uh, sorry, hold on. Torch is just here. <laughs> what were we talking about? Oh, all right. Let me, let, me, let me just start with... I've been watching a lot of... Of course, I'm still on my Marvel Cinematic Universe mm-hmm. um, and Timeline Order. Which that's still that's still going great. I think I just got past uh, Spider the first Spider Man. Um, yeah, and you were Homecoming. like, "Oh, it's so good." Oh yeah, I forgot how good it was. It was really good. And then um, I've been watching Lizzie McGuire. First off, let me tell you why I got on Lizzie McGuire. Do y'all remember the show Life with Derek? Now I got a brother that gets under my skin. This, this is life with Derek. Derek. Uh uh uh. This is life with Derek. Anyway. I was watching Life with Derek. They had it on Amazon Prime, 
What I did not know was that it was a Canadian show that Disney just yeah, distributed. I didn't, I didn't know that either. I didn't know that. But I did remember when I was watching it when I was younger, like, yo, I feel like there's a little, like, it's an incestual relationship. Yeah, very much. And watching it as we were older, and I kid you not, yeah. in my line, as an wasn't adult, it weird? It's a little weird. Very weird. And I don't know if they, if the FBI, CIA, the Can- like Canadian equivalent of that was like tapping into my phone or something because the next day after we didn't say all of our thoughts about this out loud, I was watching it and mid-watching it, it went off. And now it says not available in my location. So I can't watch Life with Derek. Mm. But I have been watching Lizzie McGuire as my comfort show. You know, yes. I've been rolling my comfort show. But between that, this weekend, Katie went home. So I said, I'm gonna pull up to the movie theaters every single night, every single day at least. And first mistake I made was going to see The Flash at 7.15 on opening night. Mm-hmm. I thought the movies may be... Huge mistake. You know, not dead or whatever. They're not. At least where we're at, the theater was packed. I mean, the entire theater. And this is a big Cinemark, yeah? Yeah. I mean, this is a big Cinemark. The, it was packed. It's a big it Cinemark, in it? overloaded. The theater was overloaded, and um, the teenager next to me got a handy, and it was bad. Hey, yo. Yeah, hey, yo. And the movie wasn't that great either. So that's number one. Uh, if if you're if you want to go see the Flash, I say just wait till it comes out on on Max. Okay. Watch it then. Then the next morning, I woke up early like my old self does, and I went to go see the matinee at nine a.m. of the Transformers, and it was tough. It was good. It was very good, actually. I, I uh, venture out to say that it was very good. Okay. And the the critics don't think so, but the audience does. Of course. Right. Which I'm fine with. If you go watch it, you're going to be so pleasantly surprised. I don't even like Transformers. Then on Sunday, either. we went to go. Well, I don't like it after Sam Witwicky. Like his Transformers, Shia LaBeouf, I'm, I'm with. Yeah, I like Shia LaBeouf. The, well, actually, I don't know why I said that. I I didn't watch them then either. Dang. I know. I rocked with his. And I, then, I watched like parts leads, of it, yeah. There's Shia LaBeouf, his little universe. There's Mark Wahlberg's. There's, I can't remember her name, and then now the Megan new guy. Fox? No, Megan Fox oh. was with Shia LaBeouf. Oh, yeah. Um, anyway, Sunday, we went to go see The Blackening, and hilarious. 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 I was cackling in a movie theater, laughing at stuff that I shouldn't have been laughing at. But you know what's funny? I talked to Nia about what her favorite parts was. She went mm-hmm. to go see it, and you know what had her gone to? What? The music. From, remember the like TV show yes. music or whatever? Remember that I, I was like the only person that laughed at that in the yes. whole theater? I laughed in the theater, y'all, at something that I thought was funny. And Katie elbowed me like, come on, son. Did I? Yes. Because I was the only person that laughed out loud. I said, oh. ah, you were like, come on. <laughs> I was, I'm sorry. It was like banjo music. Yeah. Well, it was like very, like, very. <laughs> it was classic racist music. Okay. <laughs> but it was hilarious. Anyway. So I thought Rotten Tomatoes and all everybody wasn't gonna rock with it. Okay, they are. It's are certified they? fresh, eighty-seven percent, eighty-six percent for the uh, for user. So okay. shout out to the Blackening because I thought it was a great um, experience. Meaning that if you are of Black culture, because you are Black, or if you are surrounded by Black culture, grew up in Black culture, they did a good job of making satire of our culture not feel um, icky, right? Mm-hmm. Um, tapped into the stereotypes, but not feel 
over stereotypical. Yeah. And then they did a classic Cabin in the Woods, but it was it didn't feel too horror ish, which is another good thing, right? Like it was like a sat, it was supposed to be a satire, so I didn't want it to feel too much like it was a scary movie. Right. So they did a good job. Shout out to the Blackening. I'm trying to buy merch. I can't wait till it comes out on streaming or whatever. Like, it was so good. It was good. And I think that it's even better knowing like most of the references, right? Yes. Like even you were finishing some of the quotes. I was. Like one of them, they did a. Uh, they said she she looked at her and she said, "If you want to be somebody, uh, somebody, if you want to go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention." And that's if you black, mm-hmm. like you know that this that's a classic sister act quote. They start singing that if you wanna be somebody, if you wanna go somewhere, you better wake up and pay attention. Shout out to Lauren Hill. Thank you. Um, that's the same. You've seen that movie, so you know mm-hmm. where that came from. Mm-hmm. But anyway, shout out to the Blackening. Then we started watching. They dropped a new season of The Black Mirror. They did. And we've been tucked watching episodes of that. So we'll talk a little bit more about that. But what have... I feel like I've been watching so much more. Yeah. That I did not write down. So I don't know off the top of my head. But what have you been watching? Yeah, babes. You got good chat. No, you've definitely been watching (laughs) some UK stuff. I've been watching Love Island UK (laughs) and your bombshell, baby. Mm, 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 mm. I... This is my first season of Love Island ever us uk australia um and i started with the uk obviously i've heard it's the best and i cannot get enough and i honestly want you to watch it with me because i feel like you would love it um i just saw that one game and it was so corny the money the teller the bank teller that was corny most of the games are corny but it's so interesting because all of the games are like snog the person who you think is playing the game snog the person you think is a red flag like all of these telling things and it's like oh i wonder i wonder who is Uh gonna kiss who um so it is so good and it's kind of like because you your favorite bachelor nation is bachelor in paradise correct no, oh. I just saw. That's the first time I watched Bachelor in Paradise uh, just then, just like this past this season. This past season, you yeah. didn't want to introduce me to that. Yeah, and I thought you liked it more. No, I didn't know. Oh, okay. The, the reason why I don't like it more is because I don't know the backstory for the other people who came. For on. other people, okay. So I don't know nothing. Like I think the environment is like okay, but like it, it feels less gamey. Yeah. So it's more just like drama, yeah, which yeah. is cool, but I didn't know the backstory. So Okay, that's true. And that's the thing about Bachelor Nation. But I will say, or Bachelor in Paradise, with Love Island, I don't know. I think they're all new people. I don't think that they were like from previous seasons or anything like that. So they bring in all these people. And I think they start off with like six or eight people. And um, they couple up. And they're in a couple. And... First, they start a couple up by um, who the audience chooses. So the UK actually gets to vote and they couple up and then they're together for like a week or so. And then they are dating everyone around Mm -hmm. and then you get to decide like who you want to couple up with next. And by couple up, that doesn't mean like you're exclusive. It just means that you share a bed. Right. So you're sleeping in the same bed together. So like, like this person or not, you're sleeping next to them. Um, and so it's super interesting because everybody's kind of on the same playing field, right? But then they bring in more people throughout the season and more people are voted off. And um, 
it's neat because the UK actually gets to vote in like who's your favorite person. The mm-hmm. person with the least votes will is in risk or whatever. And it's so cheeky and fun. I no, love it. Uh, cheeky because all them girls are now bikinis. That's true. That's true. I love it. There's so much drama. I love the accents. I love how they're from all over the UK. So like the accents are very different. There's one girl from Scotland. There's one girl from Ireland. There's people from South London. There's people from Manchester. Like all the accents are very different. And I love it. Mm. I'll be wondering I like how we it. hear them. Is that how they hear us? You know, sometimes when they be talking and we be like, man, what did you just say? Yeah, I wonder. So if you're watching Love Island UK, please reach out to me. I would love to talk to you about it. I really want you to start watching it with me. Um, I'm caught up now for the United States because we are a couple of episodes behind. So it's like an episode a day. Mm -hmm. So I do like a show where you could um, where like the community that is watching it gets to interact and stuff like that. Though I do recognize there has to be something behind the scenes because uh, racism will always win. You know what I'm saying? Like, racism but bigotry will always win, if yeah. that makes sense. So if especially if it's, like, a game show or something. Yeah. Like, there's got to be something going on behind the scenes because people would just, like, kind of dox you. Not dox you, but the the community can be strong against one person. Yeah. But I like the idea of, like, I get to watch a show, and then based off of my vote, I get to decide who, you know, I have yeah, a, yeah, a voice yeah. in who's going home or something like that. For sure. Um. That'd, that'd be fire. Or, man, imagine if you had a show where, like, because this is how you can change the show. Imagine two people or, like, one guy. I'm just going to use a guy and a girl. This guy really likes this girl. But we know because we've seen outside that they're not, like, a good thing because he's, like, an abusive guy. Or, like, he the way he talks to her is not really good. Mm-hmm. But everything that he's been doing, like, the game has put them together. But we decided that they had to split up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That would be cool. It's like, dang, we feel like we just saved this girl. Yeah, so, you know true. Like, so true. I don't know. I might at some point start watching it, but I've been so um, just ingrained in my comfort shows. And also, they just dropped Secret Invasion on Disney Plus, and at least no, no, no. I think they dropped the whole season or just a one episode, maybe. Um, so I'm I'm about to watch that too. But that's gonna be a little bit out of my order when it comes to the the timeline. Yeah. Because I'm not waiting all the way to get to this. I'm just gonna watch it right now. And yeah. Then, like I'm gonna watch other stuff too. So I got a lot of stuff to watch, but I'm back on like I'm glad it's summertime, so I feel like I have time to like watch lock more in stuff, and yeah. watch more stuff, and go to more movies. And this weekend we might even go to a mu- uh, movie festival, yeah, in uh, Deep Ellum, in not Deep, Deep Ellum. I'm sorry, in Bishop, uh, Arts. Bishop Arts. So shout out to that. I think that might be something cool to do. Yeah, at least one of them for sure. Shake some hands for sure. Um, also shrinking on Apple Plus. Yes, you've been watching shrinking or Apple TV, Apple Plus, Apple TV Plus. I don't know. Everything's a plus. I really, <laughs> really, really want you to watch it. It is so good. I finished it. Um, Shrinking. It has Harrison Ford and Jason Siegel. Yeah. And I don't know who else. Man, I really want I don't, to say I watched something else too. It's so good. It's basically about the like these three therapists. They work for the same. Um, the same practice mm-hmm. and it just talks and it just shows you like their lives outside of work, but also in work and like things that they work through with their patients, but also taking their own advice and like the things that are going on in their lives. And it just really depicts how we're all messed up. 
therapists need therapists. Mm -hmm. Like we are all messed up. And just because like you see a therapist and they're telling you what you should do, like they're going through their own stuff too. And they also seek counsel. I think that we should all seek out someone to talk to. I think that therapy is good for everyone. For sure. And even if it isn't, like, I think it's just good to get things out of your head, which is why journaling out is so, of your head. Yeah, journaling yes. is so powerful and other things is just because you got to be able, when we say work through stuff, when people are like, what does it mean to work through something? Or we say you need to work through that. You need to get it out of your head is what I'm trying to say. Mm-hmm. You haven't, you haven't spoken it out loud. You haven't written it down. You're just living with the, the things inside your head. Sometimes you would think about something and if you say it out loud, you realize how stupid it sounds. Mm-hmm. Right. Or mm-hmm. how like, just minute it actually is to the large scheme of things. Right. Sometimes you just have to get it out and be like, oh, I guess I didn't really think about that. No, you didn't because your brain only has a certain amount of capacity. And sometimes you need other people's eyes and experience to be able to turn your eyes elsewhere because you're just kind of fixed on a gaze. So I'm rocking with it. I'm yeah. biased though. Y'all know that. You should watch it. Um, And then I can't remember what else I've been watching besides Black Mirror. We yeah, I feel like we've been watching a lot, but let's get to the Black Mirror because yes. if y'all aren't familiar with Black Mirror, I need you to get familiar. It's so good. And honestly, I was talking about it at work and one of my coworkers was like, I don't like scary stuff, but it's not, scary. not it's scary in the sense that like it's so real. It's not horror. It's like technology. It's like dystopian. It really is just what it is. Is this is why it's so scary? Because it's a black mirror. It's it's the show turns the 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 show turns the mirror on us. Yeah, we're actually seeing what we are actually living. We're seeing what we're living. Dramatized, obviously, yes. and exaggerated, but but it is what it is, and that's the part. The reason why it's so exaggerated, it really is to to have the ir- the bit of irony of like, yeah, yeah this is actually what we be going through. Yeah. You know, <clears throat> they did a roundabout way to get to it. But we really be doing that. So everything is just like a substitute for something else, right? Yeah. This could be a substitute for your phone. Streamberry is obviously a substitute for Netflix or streaming right. in general in, in general. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, so Black Mirror is scary because it's uh accountability. That's why it's scary. It's you looking right in your you know, writing yourself. Right. Um and this season though, and though it is an anthology show. Uh, which means it's just a collection of episodes. You don't have to watch them like in order. Right. Um, this one feels a little bit more tied together as a season. The other seasons, it really truly was, it felt like an anthology or like episode one through six, all six episodes were like really different, different and disjointed. Yeah. The first two at least felt like they were somewhat connected. And then the third one no i think they're all because remember okay so here we go let's get it cracking the first one we watched was joan is awful mm-hmm. uh starring what's her name damn they said her name 10 times yep but she's in shit's creek annie and uh salma hayek annie God, and michael awesome. sarah <laughs> yeah he had a little that was a that great was yeah um and what a opening... Annie Murphy. Yes. What an opening episode to a show. 
basically the premise of the show was this. Sorry if you got any spoilers, but the premise of the episode was this. You got to see a girl whose name was Joan. Joan. And when she got home at night, basically she turned on Netflix, which they call Streamberry, and there was a show called Joan is Awful. And it was a show about her day right then. Mm-hmm. So every day she got home, there was a new episode of Joan is Awful about her day. Right? And she was played by Selma Hayek. And she was played, yeah, her character was played by Selma Hayek. And then, um, so that's, so we're seeing it from Joan's perspective. Mm-hmm. Or who we think is Joan, anyway. And basically, Streamberry, who is all these streaming things, it's basically Netflix, their objective is to get more viewers, more streamers, more customers. That's it. They don't care about the well-being of people. They don't care what happens in your life. They just care that they get consumers and that the consumers stay on their platform. That's their whole shebang, right? Mm-hmm. So Joan wants to get the show pulled off air, but she doesn't know that the show itself is just made completely by AI. And Salma Hayek has actually given her likeness to this AI. So it's all computer generated. It's not actual real people making right. the show. So who can you sue? Who can be mad at? But you can't because you accepted the terms and conditions. You accepted <laughs> the terms and conditions. And of course, Which the running joke was like, nobody reads that. And we don't. Let's be honest. When's the last time you actually read? When you get your little update on iPhone, you just scroll to the bottom and hit, I have read and mm-hmm. I accept the terms. They can slide in anything. We'd be caught up. Mm-hmm. We're not reading the terms and conditions. Besides this one guy on TikTok who literally does. He always, that's his whole page. Hi, my name is whatever. And I read the terms and conditions. So you don't have to. That's like his whole thing. Right? Cool. Shout out to him. But I'm still not listening on his page. Yeah. So only every, uh, every once in a while. So that episode was wild because it was about not only the terms and conditioning and, and being able to be informed about the things that you are um, are just accepting because you're just out here accepting anything. and Anybody can use anything with it. Mm-hmm. So it started a whole Twitter joke about like people going back to read the Netflix terms and conditions because they don't want to be on the show. <laughs> uh, which is kind of funny. But in that episode, we saw... On the Netflix application, we saw episodes. I at least saw yeah. episode two and three. Yeah. That was a selection to choose. Yeah. And it was like new on Netflix right. or new on Streamberry. Right. So it feels like they're somewhat, you know. Connected. Connected. Yeah. Um, but only by that. Yeah. I know. But like, you know, is there a deeper? I haven't got, we haven't finished out the season. Yeah. So true. Is there a deeper meaning in that? I don't yeah. know. Um, but anyway, so that episode, how did you feel about that episode just in general? I actually liked it. Um, it did kind of have a happy ending, which is typically not normal of a Black Mirror. Of Black Mirror, it's not typical of Black Mirror to have a happy ending. Um, but I really liked the episode. I thought it was good. I thought it was very thought provoking. It wasn't scary. It wasn't, you know, anything that was too freaky. But it was very thought provoking. Kind of trippy. Yeah. It was kind of trippy and kind of like uh inceptioning mm-hmm. definitely inceptioning you, yeah. have you, you haven't even seen inception have you no come on now you can't <laughs> no. you can't use an inception reference you ain't even seen the movie i know what it i know what it is though <laughs> it was layers a world inside of a world inside of a world inside of a world yeah it just keeps on going i mean it could keep on going it doesn't but i thought it was good too i thought it was a good opener and it wasn't too long um, and I was interested, like, okay, I want to see like where the rest of this season's going mm-hmm. because this one is pretty good. Yeah. 
And then we moved to the second one. Lock now, Henry. the second one? The second one was wild. It was good. The second one was wild. And basically the premise of this is that this guy and his girl, they go back to his home. Um, and In Scotland. Yeah, in Scotland. And they're supposed to be filming a documentary about like potatoes or something or eggs or something like that. But there's a story of this serial killer in their town who used to torture people. And they pivot and try to do a documentary about that. The thing is, he doesn't want to do a documentary because the serial killer killed his dad. So it's very close to home for him. But he, you know, his girl gets him to see the light and see that this is a good story. And these are not like, they're not big filmmakers. These are like students who are just yeah. trying to, you know, get the best, the A in the class and the, the student award for the best documentary. Mm-hmm. And in the end... There's an issue that takes place. And I don't want to... Should I spoil it? Should we spoil it? I mean, go ahead. Okay, so in the end, this is what happens. I mean, spoiler alert. Yeah, spoiler alert. In the end, this is what happens. They end up finding out that the serial killer didn't act alone. That, in fact, it was his dad and his mom Mm -hmm. that aided the serial killer in taking these people... And torturing them in some sort of sick sex torture fetish thing. Yeah. And she had tapes of them all. And they were disguised as like a, you know, Law and Order SVU kind of show or whatever, but they weren't. There were tapes of the kidnappings and the murders of all of these people that they had murdered. And the thing is, they only thought it was like eight people who were going missing, but there's so many tapes. So there's probably a lot more than just the eight people mm-hmm. who were going missing. So he figures that out later. And the only reason he figured that out later is because his girlfriend figures it out. His girlfriend ends up dying. The mom ends up hanging herself because she figured out that, uh, you know, nobody that ever he knew. knew. And yeah. she figured out that, they, that he knew. So she hung herself. And then I guess Streamberry picked up the documentary <laughs> and they won an award. What, what was the award they won? I forgot. A BAFTA. They won a BAFTA. And everybody was so happy for him. You know, he got his award. Which is what he wanted In the first place. Right. Yeah. But we can see that it did nothing for him. Right. Why? Because in the end, he lost everything. He won the award, but at what price? Right. He lost his girlfriend. Yep. He lost both of his parents and found out that both of his parents were not who he thought they were. Mm -hmm. And this is... Do you want to know why I like this so much? Why? Because I think... Just like t- yesterday, I put on my story, like it said, like some some study was talking about how it's like a red flag for people who love true crime and it like puts them to ease or whatever. It's because we skip over the fact that these stories are happen to real people. Mm-hmm. There are true victims mm-hmm. that this, this heinous crime happened to. Yep. And you're opening up wounds and scars and everything else for what? Mm-hmm. What are we gaining out of the stories? Because we're really not gaining that much, right? Mm-hmm. Out of that story, what do we learn? What do we get besides like, oh, this is a spooky story? It's not teaching us anything more to be safe or anything like that. So we just nosy and want to be in somebody's business. Yeah. That's it. And you open all of that up and what did he lose? Not only did he figure out that his dad was no longer the hero that he thought he was, and his mom wasn't great because she was, you know, a killer too, he lost his girlfriend in the thing. So he probably feels responsible for that. 
Yeah, wasn't his dad like a police officer? His dad was a police <laughs> officer, which would be the perfect cover up. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So I like that. And I literally think I just saw an article about somebody's dropping a like a documentary, like, but it's like one of them like 60 minute type of documentaries on Friday about the 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 Titan submersive that went down to the Titanic. I'm like, already? bro, already. It's been like two days. That's what I'm saying. Everybody is just so quick to. We want everything fast. Greed. It's greed and capitalism. Everything, like I said, you could you could take everything back to capitalism. And everybody wants to be the first. Everybody wants to be the first, and it's not even going to be good. Uh, sorry, people who did the um, documentary. We didn't already got all the information from TikTok. That's true. We knew who was on the thing before they even announced it in the news. True. So if even if you're going to do that, why don't you take the time to do it right? But that means you have to get people involved. Right. You got to get people who work for the company. You got to get the families of the people who are going. You got to right. do so much more due diligence to figure out if it's something that like is even worth the while. And, and even if, who cares? Why is it important? We know the big thing. The big thing is this is not, this wasn't government funded. This is a private business. And they went to go explore the Titanic. Mm -hmm. If they perish, God bless their souls. It is a terrible accident. It is very terrible. But there's nothing more interesting about that. Yeah. Nothing. There's no conspiracy behind it. There's, there's nothing. So what are we doing? But I feel like that's what Locke Henry, like the episode, like zoomed in on. Was... At the end of the rainbow, there's no pot of gold. Yeah. There's nothing there. It's just emptiness, specifically for the people who were involved. Mm -hmm. And you're basking in their despair. Tough. Very. So then, of course, we were like, well, we got to watch the next episode. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Right? But we have been doing good watching one episode a night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we haven't been too um, ahead of the curve. What was it? Do you remember the name of the episode? Episode three? Mm-hmm. I don't. It has Aaron Paul in it, though. And this I don't episode remember. is wizard. Okay. So I think it's called, like, Beyond the Sea. Mm. Is that the name of it? You might be right. I'm definitely right. It's okay. Beyond the Sea. Okay. Double check me. Let me check. In the meantime, I'll give you the synopsis. Beyond the sea. <laughs> okay, uh, so I'm right. What time, what era was it in? Was it like the 1960s? 1969. Let's go to so the 70s. We'll, we'll say 70s. Basically, these two guys are in space. They're working on a, a you know, space station. Seems like they're headed somewhere, but they're working on a space station. There's a government program where there's, they're like replicas that are on Earth. So basically, it looks like them, I mean, to AT. You can touch them. They feel real and everything else. Mm -hmm. But it's not them. Essentially, they have linked down to Earth. They sleep up in a pod up, up in a space, and their little computer body gets up and moves around during the day. Yeah. Which can be a cool thing to happen because then, like, your kids don't have to miss you. You get to see your kids and your family. Your, you know, your wife can touch you and be with you, and you can pet your dogs. And you can be there, but you're not actually there. So, right. like... One of the cool ways they actually show this is that uh, Aaron Paul comes in after he's chopping wood 
and he's like, hey, it's time for dinner. She cooks up dinner, and the wife and the kid are eating, but he's not. Obviously, he's not eating because he's a machine. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, he doesn't require food or anything else. Right. He just has to get into his little bedlock thing at the end of the night. And then he goes, you know, his consciousness is essentially is uplinked. So that's what it is. You're transferring your consciousness into, like, this this computer. Yeah. Which is like Transcendence, the movie with Johnny Depp. Oh, I haven't seen that either. Anywho. You've seen a lot of movies. I have. Anywho. So there's two people. One of the guys, he's sleeping with his wife. His machine body is sleeping with his wife. And there's a disturbance in his house. And he figures out that there are some people in his house. And they are there to essentially kill him because it's not right. (laughs) It ain't right. It felt very much so Marilyn Manson. Yeah, I don't. I thought that they were going to have more of a role in the rest of the the rest of uh, the show. But they didn't. So basically they just went in the house. They killed him in front of his or they killed his family in front of him and then they, you know, chopped his body up too. So the, the machine is gone. Mm-hmm. So the guy, while he wasn't there, he was there and he witnessed the murder of his family just because he was a replica or whatever. Right. Now, obviously they knew that this could be a problem. That's why Aaron Paul's character moved out to the boonies mm-hmm. so that nobody would know that he's out there. Right. But the other character opted to be like out in the open and stuff like that to maybe, you know, live amongst the people <clears throat> to maybe normalize this. Cause this right. could be something that in the future is a thing. Now, as good friends do, Aaron Paul loaned his body or his, his link to his friend. So his friend can go back to earth, but he would be in Aaron Paul's body. So it would be like if Katie laid down and whenever she went to earth, she was me. So I was walking around earth, but it was Katie's consciousness, right? Mm -hmm. That poses his issues. And I knew this was going to happen because that man started getting a little bit too close to his friend's wife. So much so that he... You know, he does a little thing, tries to get with her, tries to tell her he ain't going to know. Tries to push up try on her. to push up on her. You know what I'm saying? You want this. Nobody kept saying, you want this. I can see the way you look at me. You want this. Gag. Yeah. And she was like, you're not my husband, boy. You might look like him, but you ain't my husband, boy. You're a visitor in this home or something like that. Yeah, you're like a visitor. That. Yeah, 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 You're a guest. And I you're was a like, guest in this house. Dang. That was a bar at the time. It was. At the time, it was so heavy in that moment. It was. It was such a good episode. And then he goes back up there. You know, it it had been, he had been apprehensive about loaning his friend his uplink anyway. hmm While he is down there, his friend finds that the other guy has been drawing pictures of his wife, like, naked. But he draws from memory. So, of course, this... Aaron thinks now that like, yeah, this guy see my wife naked. Maybe they're down there, you know, fucking or something. I don't know. <laughs> um, and so he goes back down. He's questioning them, like, what have y'all been doing? He's been drawing you. What happened? Tell me the truth. She's like, nothing happened. You tripping? But he did like slap the kid. Now it's in that moment she don't tell him what really happened. But Aaron goes back up to space and he's like, you're done. You're never gonna see her again. You cannot, you know, use my link no more. Right. Yada, yada, yada. And y'all, let me tell you what happens. This man stole his friend's link. Uploaded his consciousness down to his friend's body and killed his friend's family. That's how the episode ends. That ruined me. 
It hurt. So now they both in space with dead families on Earth. That hurt. With nothing. They just up in the, in the air with nothing. I guess you're not really in the air, in the vacuum with nothing. Flying towards wherever they flying towards. Towards nothing. <laughs> right. It's just them. Yeah. You, man, I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it. G, just, well, I guess you need me because I might die or something. But I'd rather die up there. Mm-hmm. You finna, I'm finna kill you in the space station. The second you think we cool and you catch a little slide out of sleep, don't get slit. You're done. You're done. You're done. You're out of there. It's finna be me in the done. space station until we hit Mars and then I can be the Martian. No, it's so, it was so crazy how, because you knew something was up. You were you like, knew it. He's I knew it was gonna happen. He's about to steal his He's about to steal his little link and go back. Ugh, I hated that part. Because he knocked him outside the spaceship and stuff. Yep. He a, he a wild boy. I just still can't figure out why he would want to do that. Like, why? Uh, besides the fact that maybe he felt so alone. And, you know, he gave him the whole speech about how, like, you don't know what I've been through. You mm-hmm. don't know how I'm feeling. And he's like, I have nothing. But now maybe it's like revenge. Yeah, But also, like, the only thing I have is you. And you only have me now. So. Yeah. Of course that's what it was. And he, like was cutting him off from earth earth so he wanted him to suffer as well but it's like my body's still there bro i can go back but i want to go back yeah you know what i'm saying you you should destroy my body too but then how you do that yeah so i'm gonna go back and tell the police and everybody else this is what happened but also when the space station get back you're not going to find him alive, so you're going to take me to. Just letting you know. I'm about to commit a crime in space. And I don't know whose jurisdiction this is. You <laughs> yeah. know what I'm saying? Good is question. It, is it MIB? You know, the men in black? Is it, is it you know what I'm saying? Who's, whose jurisdiction is this? Whoever it is, call them. Because it's going down. Call the cleanup crew, too, because there will be blood. Actually, go ain't going to be nobody because I'm just going to throw them out in space with all the other space debris. Mm. Just have them floating out there? Mm-hmm. Like Yondo. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Floating, frozen, just chilling. Eyes wide open. Looking dead at me. I'm like, you ain't like always going to see. What the, yeah. yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Done. Frozen, chilling like that. Uh, Play the music. Because there's no way. Why would you do that? So we still have two episodes left to watch. What are the two episodes? We have Maisie Day. What's that about? Um, A troubled Hollywood starlet goes to great lengths to escape packs of invasive paparazzi as she deals with the aftermath of a hit and run. And then Demon 79. Mm-mm. <laughs> Northern England. <laughs> Yay, I'm so excited. I don't even want to watch it. No Northern more. England, 1979. A meek sales assistant discovers she must commit terrible acts to prevent an imminent disaster. Imminent. I like the word imminent. An imminent disaster, babes. Them both kind of long, right? Uh, Maisie Day is 42 minutes. That and then an hour 20? the other one is an hour 14. Hour 14. So they're not that long. Something that you can get into and watch. But this season has been really good, actually. Because other seasons, there have been a couple of episodes where I'm like, eh. Eh. Like the Miley Cyrus one I just watched from Miley Cyrus. <laughs> but... Which one was that? The um, pop star? I think so. The the pink haired? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But some of the episodes I watched in the earlier seasons, I was like, uh, like, there wasn't like, 
they were bad. I was just like, eh. Yeah, they're okay. But so far, these threes have, have been... Have been good. They've yeah. been good. I haven't finished watching the other seasons. I have watched... You know, when I started watching, I pressed play, like, you know, just play uh, the show. I didn't press, like, episode one, whatever. And it was on, like, season something. And it was on season two. And I guess that's with an anthology. You can just start anywhere. Start but it was pretty neat. But I've been enjoying it. I'm excited to finish it and then continue watching the other Black Mirror episodes. I'm, like, five years behind everyone else. That's okay. You which is typical. Oh, uh, yeah. I about to say. I'm behind on everything. I'm about to um, what are you excited to see, though? What's coming out that you're excited to see? Ooh, I'm excited to see Barbie. You know what? The I was like, Barbie I'm going to see that. But then I saw the previews and I was like, eh, that doesn't look too bad. Yeah, I know. Um, I want to see Elemental. Elemental, yes. The animated movie. Apparently didn't do too hot for a Pixar film. Really? Yeah, in the box office, but I think it'll still be fine. Mm. Yeah, I think it'll be good. Um, And then... There's something else I want to see. What else is coming out? And when I say in the box office, I mean sales-wise. Not that yeah. like, people didn't like the movie. Um, I think when Barbie comes out, we should do like a matinee Barbie. And then we should go get something to eat. And then we should go see Oppenheimer at night. Oppenheimer. That's another on one. same day. The same day. And yeah. there's I told you there's, a, there's an Oppenheimer Barbie beef in the uh, Hollywood sphere and on Twitter. Interesting. There's like a group of people who are like, how dare you drop this movie on this day? And they're dropping. So they're, they're versing each other. It's like a versus. Interesting. We still need to see Spider-Man. Oh, we do. Across the Spider-Verse. Yes. Um, no Hard Feelings is a new movie with Jennifer Lawrence. The, yes. The that's rom-com. The one, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where she's supposed to like date the guy. Yeah. The, 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 the son of like the parents. They hire her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That seems like it'll be funny. Yeah, I want to see that too. Um, still haven't seen The Little Mermaid, and we need to see that. Mm-hmm. The Boogeyman. No. I think we'll wait. I think we'll wait for The Little Mermaid to come to Disney Plus, yeah. and probably The Boogeyman to come to streaming too. Yeah, the Boogeyman will be one of them like rainy days where I'm like, "What do you want to watch?" Okay. And I'll watch that. But I'm not putting that on my thing to watch. Actually. Okay. Well, I'm excited for all of those. Oppenheimer for sure. Every time I hear that, that little, uh, how I can't even do it for the radiation, the sound of the radiation from the Geiger counter. Yeah, man. Also, um, Priyanka. Who? Priyanka Chopra. Chopra. Jo- uh, Jonas. Nick Jonas's wife. She's in a new, I think, rom com too, and I want to see that. What's it called? Love again. Hmm. I'm trying to see the black in it again. Honestly. Oh, just kidding. It's already come out. Look at you. Did it not come to our theaters? Confused. Probably not. No, I probably did. We just probably. Oh, it. no, it did. It did. It did. Because Are You There, God, It's Me, Margaret. That mm-hmm. came out, too. And I want to see that. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things that, you know, just, sometimes we drop. just miss it. I also feel like something's about to come out in July, too. like Or August. There's a horror movie coming out in August. Am I lying? Uh... Insidious. Yes. Insidious. The red door. Insidious. The red door. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeedy. And Insidious got one of the scariest moments ever in move in film history. I don't care what nobody say. What mo- what moment? The red face moment. You remember oh, that when yes. he's sitting at the table? Yes. Man, and I mean off first off rip like the first time you seen it, right? 
Yeah. So not you've seen it before, and so you know it's coming. When you was in the theater. Yeah. And th- that was the most, well, that was a jump scare that nobody's ready for. Also, it's got tiptoe exactly. through the tree. Through the window. Through the tulips with me. Yeah, 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 that one was tough. That was tough. The city was tough, except I didn't like the last key or whatever. Remember, you can turn the oh, thumb off. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't, like I, ain't, I ain't rock with that one, but the franchise is tough. Yes. Um, the further is tough, but of course, of, I like City as why and City is why because the people who made it and the people who made Saw. <laughs> so, yeah, true. Of course, I'm gonna. And you love Saw. Yeah, I like Insidious. They did a good job, so I'm. I'm for sure going to support that one, my boy. And whenever they come out with the new Conjuring, because they're coming out with new Conjuring too. Really? Yeah. Let's go. Uh, maybe they are. I swear they are. I'm out here just talking mm, BS, y'all. I you, promise. I'll be knowing what I'm talking about. <laughs> you might be loud and wrong. I'll be, be knowing what I'm talking about. You might be loud and wrong. Anyway, my charge to you is that if you are, have listened to this, that you go watch Black Mirror. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Go watch Black Mirror. And... Go watch the Blackening and go watch the Transformers and wait to see the Flash until it comes out on HBO Max if you just have to see it because you can do without seeing it too. I'm so tired of them just throwing in Wonder Woman. Oh, I saw Shazam, The Fury of the Gods. I watched Mm. that too. And in DC, I don't know why they're doing this. They're just throwing Wonder Woman in every DC movie. She'll have like a snippet, a little cameo. Give her a movie and stop playing. (laughs) And then they have... well, I'm not going to give up the the post, post-credit post scene. Anyway, y'all watch that. Thank y'all for sticking around. We're going to get to these Torchy's Tacos. Let's go. Uh, and we'll see y'all next time. You know what I'm saying? And while you are at the movie theaters and they're trying to kick you out and the guy comes and you're sweeping popcorn, you're going to look at that guy and you're going to tell him. Hey, press, press next. next. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'll jump in here for the next movie. <laughs> Bye, y'all. Bye.